Hello, welcome to Arcade Couch, the best place to chill with your friends and get your gaming goodness every Monday. My name's Tom Blake. Joining me on the couch this week, Ashley Hopley. He's I'm excited to be here in a week where there's more games that people are angry about. Are they? Yeah. People are getting pretty upset about uh, one of the games you're going to talk about this episode. <laughs> We're going to talk about like two main games. I feel like people don't like either, but that's... <laughs> 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 One I've watched a video of, and then I don't know who, like I said, and then one I've played. So, um, yeah, so work out what they are. Uh, later in the show, Ash will be talking about Like a Dragon Ishin. It's not that. Ishin? Ishin? <laughs> I'm not sure how to say it. Yeah. Uh, we'll be going over Suicide Squad Kill Justice League gameplay thing that's dropped during the PlayStation thing. Um, and then I quickly want to touch on also the news that Blumhouse has uh, launched a video game arm, I guess, or site. Uh, but firstly, the thing I've reviewed this week is Atomic Heart. Is that it? Yep. So Atomic Heart is this video game. Uh, <laughs> Certainly is. Got him. Uh, published by Focus Home Interactive, developed by Mundfish, uh, a Russian studio, which I feel like is important to state to a degree. Um, it is, I've gave it a four for there. I've gave it a 4.5 in my review on the website. Wow. Um, I said, Atomic Heart is a great looking game with well-designed, interesting locations here to explore with an alternate history prime for great storytelling, but Atomic Heart ain't it. And no matter how good it looks, it doesn't make up for the bland characters, annoying world design and a useless map. I didn't mention the immature and ridiculous script, the odd sexism and the sense that you're playing something you'll likely regret. So this is a case of a game with all the trailers that the game looks too good to be true, and I think that's very much what it is. It's a very pretty game. Um, it has an interesting setup. It's alternate history, Soviet Union, uh, sort of. They're sitting on top of the world. They've got this tech that they're sending out to other parts, including America, and where they're showing their tech of robots. And um, I can't remember if it's mentioned in this, but I assume Russia got to the moon first. I assume it's, actually, no, they do mention that. Russia got to the moon first, because of course it is. Um, so it's all, it's all that stuff. It's like the, the USSR is the the winners in this alternate history, you know? Um, but then you're sort of playing as this soldier. I can't remember his name. It doesn't really matter. He's a fucking terrible character. Um, and at the start of the game, you do a whole, like, very long, very, very long, prolonged, drawn-out not cutscene, like interactive, basically cutscene where you're just walking around and having things happen around you. Uh, and then eventually shit goes haywire and all these robots in this test facility area um, begin turning on people and killing humans. And the, the story is basically that you've got all the, the big uh, politicians and stuff that are trying to keep it hush-hush and you're trying to get in there and, and stop the problem before uh, anyone could find out. Because if the bit, the world found out that the the... The robots that they've been selling the whole world can actually kill people then it'll you know who knows what that could start a war that's sort of i guess how it goes um the thing i talk about in my review for this one is that like it's it's like subject matter wise there's a lot that you could do that's interesting here but the game is very much like is is communism bad or is it good um well like is Soviet Union good or bad? Like, it's, it's very, like, sort of open-ended questions or very straight-to-the-point surface-level stuff that doesn't, um, that isn't super interesting. Uh, which I 
found super interesting, and again, had to mention in the review, that Munfish is one of these developers that did tweet out at some point when, uh, and said, like, we don't do politics in our games and stuff, which is, I think, I fucking hate. <laughs> I hate the statement so much when your game is literally about politics and you're like, we don't do politics. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if you know what you're talking about, but anyway. Um, the, but it's just, the, uh, like, the game is so mundane. It looks so good and like at times has these big action set pieces but it's just so fucking boring for the most part um you have the first couple hours i would say is the best part when it's sort of like a survival horror you only have one weapon you're you're sort of the the main plot at the start is you've like crash landed in this facility and stuff and you're you're trying to find a weapon you're trying to do like get your arsehole up so you can kick all those robots asses and and stuff like that. But you're, you're creeping around. If one robot shows up, it's sort of, you know, they could kill you. Like you, you've got a pole and you're sort of having to dodge and weave and like time your attacks right and stuff like that. And it's sort of engaging at that part. But then as the game gets along and you start having all these weapons thrown at you and whatever else, it then just becomes a, everything's a bullet sponge and whatever else. You also get these powers. So the game is very heavily or inspired by Bioshock. The game wants to be Bioshock very badly. Um, you've got these powers where you can like freeze things in one hand and shoot them in the other or burn things or shock things or whatever. They're kind of like the atom, atom powers. Atom? I forget what they're called now. Um, that are in the Bioshock franchise, but they're, I can't remember what they're called in this. Again, I don't really care. Oh, it's poly- polymer tech. It's like this technology that's been invented by the, the lead scientist behind all of uh the soviet union's greatest inventions uh and he's like invented this thing that can stick on your mind and help or insert into you and help get you these other powers and stuff like that um the other couple things worth pointing out is that there's like a weird amount of sexes like just odd shit happening in this game so there's a robot you talk to to upgrade your weapons and it is always like the horniest thing and in a very weird way um like in a way that only i think a 12 year old would find funny like you 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 go to talk to this robot you just want to upgrade your guns and this robot's like oh stick your i only like it when you stick it in me and all these like just you're like fuck like at one point i just muted tv because it's just yapping on i'm looking in the menu trying to just like work out what i want to spend my loot that i've got from looking around in uh shelvings and stuff like that to figure out what i want to spend it on or what gun i want to upgrade and meanwhile i've got this thing in the back of my ear just going on about doing all these like semi-pornographic descriptions of how i'm going to stick ammo in it and whatever else i was like jesus christ shut the fuck up and then the, the two main characters that you see on the the box art and everything are these and there's a fucking hilarious tweet that i've seen going around with <laughs> but it's these two like they're the ballerina characters they're sort of faceless robots that uh psychics to one of the main guys um they have like the most prolonged ridiculous sort of camera ha- uh, hanging on their ass sequence for no reason um, when it, when they have to stick a key, they have a key come out of them that they, they use to unlock things. Of course, the key doesn't come out of their arm. It comes out of their feet and they have to like arch fully back over, like in these weird positions to stick them into things. It's, it's odd. It's very weird. Um, I, I saw guess th- you wouldn't <laughs> think it would be in his feet. <laughs> I mean, that, that's, you know, it's fucking weird, but, um, I saw that there was that great tweet I saw going around today where someone had tweeted, 
oh, the bravery of these developers to create two robot, robot characters that are more realistic females than any of these PlayStation characters had a picture of like Aloy and uh, what the fuck from Returnal and Ellie. You know, all this yeah. Ellie and all these things. And uh, I was just like, they've just got boobs. Like they've got a big boobs, big butt. And no face. No, no that's, all, that's that's a woman. <laughs> that's, that's what we want. That's what we want. That's what we want. Yeah. So that's odd. Um, and one thing I make sure to point out in my review too, because I like I couldn't help but think about it, and I'm, it's weird that I think other people are just seemingly reviewing this about having the same thoughts. Because I don't like. It's just weird. Like you, you play the game. This is a Russian developer who said they don't do politics in the game. Um, it's uh the plot gets into the territory of the Soviet Union invading other countries. Uh, we don't do politics, but imagine if Russia was the best country in the world. Yeah, um, and it's just hard to ignore real world politics. Like you're playing the game, and there all these plot th- things are happening, and I'm like, okay, this is sort of crazy. Like this game's coming out; it's selling really well, even if the reviews are going to be mediocre and mixed or is whatever. Is it selling well? Um, what's Oh, I don't, hold on, let me put it back. I don't know if it's selling well. It's doing well on social media. Like it was trending for several days and whatever else. So I don't know if that, usually that translates to Is at that least because they someone. dumped it on Game Pass? Yeah, I think that definitely helped. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, which I would have got paid for. But, um, but yeah, it's just odd to be playing this with these are plot points and whatever else. And, the, you know, and I, I mentioned how in my review how, you know, you've got Ukrainian developers like Frogwares just like having to delay their upcoming show like game because their country's been, you know, still fucking attacked by russia who's invading it so um i know there's nothing really people want to get into this whole it's not part just review the game fucking <laughs> is it good or bad gameplay good bad shoot thing boom <laughs> like look if you want me to do that sort of review you should think it goes boom 10 out of 10 <laughs> i don't know like uh when i, mean, I aim I, down <laughs> the sights yeah the bullet it, goes there <laughs> it does the thing yeah i don't know and look, it's not even, even if that was taken, like, if, if I didn't know who developed it, I would still give it a really low score. Like, the score would be the same. The, 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 none of that has anything to do, to do with the 4.5, but I definitely feel like it was something that was on my mind while playing it. Yeah. The, the 4.5 is, the game is just very fucking mediocre. Um, and I fucking, when it was over, I was like, thank God I'm done with this game, which I haven't had for a while. Um, At least you finished it, yeah? I did finish what it. What was I the one that it. you didn't finish that you're <sighs> What was it? The Pathos was it? Or something like no, that? No, I finished that. I love that. That was good shit. Uh, it was a similar game though. Can't remember. There was something I really didn't like. Oh, it's the fucking bird one. I, I, Falcon Air. No. Okay. Something Falcon- like that. It was an Xbox game. Falcon Air? X, F- Xbox launch game. I played like four or five hours and I was like, I played enough and I reviewed it. And then you got angry. Even though I'm pretty sure there's people who review games without playing them. So my bar's like pretty hot. Like pretty. Uh, that doesn't sound plausible. <laughs> um the really good thing about the only really good shout out the, the good thing about this game that i would be like yeah this is the the one sort of gold nugget to come out of it is that the soundtrack is killer so the soundtrack's done by mick gordon of course most famous for doing the doom soundtrack and you could say doom eternal but even though that's like sort of up for the debate at this point and he would tell you that of course he had that whole thing where he said his music was basically fuck with and anyway um it, the the songs in this are fucking bangers, especially the boss battle music that kicks in. That's the most doomish. So the few boss battles when these big like sort of mechanical um, things like show up and you have to show them down and suddenly the guitar is like, you know, like 
proper doom sounding shit. Um, it's really cool. Um, so you, you, please enjoy the music because Mick donated his entire feed to the Red Cross in support of um, Ukraine. So um, I don't feel bad saying the music's killer at all for that. So, uh, but that's Atomic Heart. The How reviews, many points though, did it get the, for the music? Oh, probably one. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't think that's how. Just to clarify, that's not how I do review scores. No, uh, like one point off for this, but one point for this. Exact would have been lower. Uh, probably a four. Probably. I don't, I don't really think about it that way, but like, yeah, maybe if there was if the music was shit too, maybe a four. I don't feel like it's, and maybe it's still just been a four, four, five. I don't know. Because the thing is, like, yeah. there are times where like the, the shoot the guns feel good at times. It's just like everything's just like, but the combat isn't fun, even though the guns feel good. I guess is the thing, you know, like the shooty, shooty, bang, bang, shotgun feels good, but combat is very drawn out, consistently boring. For some reason, they they have a like semi-open worldness. So you finish a level and you have to walk across this map to get somewhere and it sucks because you're constantly attacked by enemies and it makes me not want to explore and it just slows down the whole game and it feels like it's just added to extend the amount of hours in the game. Um, The map app is so terrible that PowerPix decided not to do a trophy guide for this game, which I've never seen power picks ref- like post on Twitter or Facebook or wherever the hell I saw it that, Hey, I'm not doing a Tommy cart review anymore because I hate this game. <laughs> like, I've never seen that. That's so weird. Um, yeah. So I, I, I'll look, if you want to try it out and you got Xbox game pass, I'm not going to say don't like, I'm, if you like it, you like it. Cool for you. But yeah, for me, this was a, uh, a bit of a, uh, just, a, yeah, it's just fucking, it's a weird game. It is a very, very weird game. Um, it's a mix of a whole bunch of things and it doesn't do any of them particularly well. So, uh, but the game has been getting, I think I'm definitely on the, the low, low end, but it has been getting, you are the third lowest on, uh, okay. okay. There you go. So who's the, what's the lowest then? So both game ranch and twinfinite gave it two out of five. So that'd be a four out of 10. Yeah. And what's the highest? Like eights and nines, right? Game tra- gaming trends get it in 95 out of 100. Jesus Christ. 2003 is already be strong with Game of the Year contenders, and Atomic Heart is already one of them. It lives up to all the hype and promises. An amazing debut game from Munfish. Nailing down a few things Atomic Heart is phenomenal at is nearly impossible because it's extraordinary in all of them. This no, is just my said- favorite game of the year. It might be my one of my favorites of the decade. Wow, okay. Yeah. Well, opinions are your opinion, but that's just funny to me how I'm pretty sure that review quote is literally the opposite of everything I just said. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's sitting at a 74 on Open Critic. 53% critics recommend. Wow, okay, above half. So there you go. Um, I would not recommend. (laughs) This is where I fall on a top of cart, so. Um... Yeah, and I hate. I got, oh, I got. I nearly forgot to say it because I just want to wipe it from my memory. The protagonist is the worst protagonist I think I've had. So th- for th- this is for spoken. This is what people who are. This is what all the the, the people who just hated uh, for spoken's character because she was a, a woman of color. This is exactly the the. It's, this it's is what they're talking Jensen about. Jensen Ackles, is it? No, like he no? just did the live action. Like trailer for the game, it's it's voiced uh, by someone I don't even know. But whole the main character is a straight God, white man, so it's just the worst fucking character I've ever played in my life. It's it's worse than Duke Nukem, like, and that's a that's a pretty just straight up Duke Nukem. Fucking the last one, maybe I don't. Just I was just like, oh my god! So he spends the whole game. He has like a little mechanical thing you can talk to in his hand, right? His, his little uh, robot pal thing, like a bracelet. No, not a bracelet. It's a, something else. I don't know. It's in his actual palm, so I don't really know how to. Um, 
But oh my god! And I posted that clip <laughs> clip on Twitter. So check that out if you want. Just he has this catchphrase in the game where he, he says like, "Uh." fucking something critters like uh, I, I don't even remember but it is it drives out the wall but you'll walk into a room and it's like uh critters do out of fucking shit fuck out of fucking get out of this fucking shit place and it's just the most try hard dumbass dialogue i think and that's just one of many examples of it consistently sounding <laughs> so bad are you clicking on this clip now have you not seen my post crispy fucking yeah, so his, his thing is crispy critters. For some reason, he says that. I don't know why, but he says it the whole game, you'll be like, crispy fucking critters. Like, yes, it's fucking Crispy critters. How the fucking shit fuck do I get out of this fucking place? <laughs> Hole in the ground or something? Like, it's fucking dumb. Um, so, yeah, so just the dialogue. The writing's terrible. The writing is absolutely terrible, to be honest. So. Um, yeah, cool. That's Atomic Heart. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Don't play that way. Uh, don't play that game. Uh, Ash, tell me, should I play Like a Dragon Ishin? Yeah, it's good. Let's move on. No. Uh, yeah, so this is... I spent 15 <laughs> minutes complaining about this game. At least you can give me a little bit more that. I can give you a few minutes. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I'm only about, what, five and a half hours in uh, to Like a Dragon Ishin. So this is a spin-off, I guess, of the uh yakuza series which is now called like a dragon i will not refer to it as yakuza f- from here on out um yeah in which you play as a i guess in the i don't know the exact time period but it's definitely in the past it's like uh, the, what do you call uh, it? the, the late edo, edo period late edo that's it yeah so it's so right 19, at the end of the edo between period. 1853 and 1867 because um, yeah, they got so guns you play, they do have like pistols and that kind yeah. of stuff um so yeah, you play a uh, Ronan, I guess, swordsman, uh, orphan, who uh, moves to Edo, which is now, no. It is, it, Japan, is very right? confusing, because t- for some reason, Japan changed their Tokyo. names and everything. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. the thing. So not Tokyo, I want to say Kyoto. Not the uh, major city, which, though, is the main yeah. thing. Though. Yeah. Major capital, um, yeah. to find his... the person who killed his father uh so uh and it seems like to do that he has to join the uh you know yakuza <laughs> to infiltrate the yakuza to try and find the man who killed his father uh, very it, much like how do you spell it so it's it's google says edo also romanizes jido yido or yedo is the former name tokyo so edo they said, yeah, Google says, be, to, Google says it used to be Tokyo. So, there you go. yeah, it's weird. It's confused. I'll be honest. I'm still obviously the game is completely in Japanese. There's no English dub or anything. So yeah. there is an element of trying to keep track of everything. Like I haven't played many games where it's in a foreign language. You know, mm. usually it's in English. Um, so it is a bit of a learning experience. It's like. I can't hear what these random people in the corner are saying. <laughs> they're speaking. I don't know what they're saying exactly because uh, the, the the subtitles don't pop up until you get within a certain range. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of Japanese history going on, which is interesting and it's definitely something that is piquing my interest into maybe looking up and reading up and or watching a documentary most likely. Uh well, yeah, that, it, that's the main reason they didn't. They said when they announced it was coming, they it was basically because the Ghost of Tsushima did so well that they were like, "Hey, people did. may be interested in this." So, 
yeah, and obviously we've had a spate of, or we have a spate of uh, this period games coming out still. Uh, so yeah, it's really interesting. Obviously, it plays like a you know Yakuza game, like a live action, like a uh, real time action Brawler. RPG. Um, yeah, you're, so you're going through. Beating people up, fight, having sword fights. Uh, you got four different stances. Uh, you can either fight as a brawler with like completely unarmed. You can fight with a katana. You can fight with uh, a pistol, or you can ha- you could. F- it's called uh, wishful dancer, and you get to fight with a sword and a pistol at the same time. You sort of dancing around. That's the best one because it's like super evasive and fast moving and that kind of stuff. But obviously, it does less damage. But you, know, you don't get hit as much. Um, yeah, it is very enjoyable. I think the the story is very interesting so far. Um very deep and <laughs> um but then it's also got the crazy like side tangent mini games that uh we all know from like a dragon series like I went into a building and they're running chicken races. You got to bet on the chickens to see who's going to who's going to win. And then of course there's like chopping wood. <laughs> and there's singing mini games. Um so yeah, I'm I enjoying reckon. it so far. You know, I, f- I finding the combat is uh, fine. I just, I did struggle on a boss, like, right before <laughs> we were started recording. So if you listen to Arcade Couch Between the Cushions, you hear Dylan complaining about how he was waiting. <laughs> it's because I was trying to finish this boss, and then there was a massive, like, 10-minute cutscene right after I finished it. I didn't want <laughs> to risk not saving, because uh, I didn't want to have to do that fight again. Um, but yeah, I'm really enjoying it. The world is quite... It, it looks really good uh because it is a, like a remaster of a of the ps4 game it was a yeah ps3 ps4 game released in 2014 in japan never released in, in the west or outside of japan uh but yeah they've remastered it. it looks really really good uh it does have like it still shows its age a bit there's a lot of like loading screens even though i'm playing on a ps5 there shouldn't be any real need for loading screens um and that kind of or like blank pauses between sick like going into buildings or between chapters and that kind of stuff um i will also say it do, it it does this chapter thing where after every chapter it like recaps the previous chapter but i'm still playing i haven't stopped you can <laughs> tell that i'm still going <laughs> you know do the netflix thing where you just skip over the you don't need the recap <laughs> like are you still playing this game secure to continue yeah but yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying it so far. I think it's uh, very fascinating. Uh, it seems like I'm just getting super bit of like infiltrating the the bad guys. Yeah, basically the, the accuser before the accuser, right? Or is that yeah. Not? Um, how, what's this mini card game where Kenny Omega's in it? I have no idea yet. You have to get to chapter five, and I'm only up to chapter okay. three, I think. So, because I. I all I know is when they announced that or whatever, they're like, hey, Kenny Omega's in the game is like a card for something. I was like, yeah. yeah okay, good. I don't know if it's set in there, but I did have to down, like, I went through all the things you could download off the PS for free, and the mm. cards were amongst it. So I don't know if that's, it's not automatically in the game. You have to download a, a thing. Did we get the, did we get the normal code though? Because, so this review code, did, was it, or was it like a one that you got? I mean, it's a normal code, but then there was a bunch of like uh, costume packs, pretty much. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because I wasn't sure, like, if the if that was part of. The 
Oh, cool. Yeah, it looks cool. I'm saying everyone's saying it's really good, like, especially if you're, again, getting into this franchise is on my list of things to do this year. So, I, I mean, so, it is definitely making me go, man, I, I should check out Kwame or Zero. Yeah, that's other. that's what I want to do. That's what I see. That's the thing. It's like, which one do I start with? Is always well, the question. I I'm in my mind. Also, I'm do I go back and finish like a dragon? No, I mean maybe eventually. Um, ideally, what I'd like to do is the remakes. Skip the ones I haven't remade, which is like three, four, five, or whatever. Well, no, yeah. skip the ones that the PS3 three, ones four, five, that haven't six, been made. Yeah, but then six was a PS4 game, so I could play six. I guess just play the ones that haven't but been updated. You, but then the story, okay, you're gonna yeah. No, I, I could just watch. I watch YouTube videos and stuff. Be like, I'll, I'll play Kiwami, play Kiwami two, play Zero, whatever. Skip all those other ones. Watch videos. Um, play six, seven, and then I'm good for eight. Yeah. In a world where I have all time to do that, yeah. Yeah. So I'm also looking at my save file right now. It says percent complete, two point three seven percent. Yeah, but that's a like that's. It's a massive game, like yeah. with lots of side quests and stuff. So it's, I mean, it's it's just not very. It doesn't look very good. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, you know. Let's Let's make me feel a little bit. How long to beat? Oh, I mean, it's like the twenty like thirty hours. I think I've read how long to beat. Uh, but yeah, that's probably like doing twenty one hours side quests and stuff. Yeah, it says twenty one hours if you're if you're just doing the main quest. So it's just doing if, if you're doing a little bit of fucking around, let's say thirty as a rough. Which isn't that, which isn't that bad. I feel like thirty hours for that sort of game is like that's that's fine. Like, that's to be expected, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not super long. I feel like anything for those massive games. Once you, thirty hours, I'm like, yeah, that's okay. When they're like, when you start getting like fifty, sixty, just to do the main quest, not even count side quests. I'm like, oh, well, fucking, come on, you're gonna be <laughs> like, oh, that's that's a big time thing. <laughs> All right, let's get into the two new things I just wanted to discuss this week. So firstly, we're going to discuss everything else that was shown at the PlayStation State of Play um, on Platinum Explosion upcoming um, in two days when that drops on Wednesday or late Wednesday. When, anyway, Platinum Explosion this week, uh, check out all the stuff there. But just to pull this out and discuss it here because it's not really super PlayStation related, but um, Suicide Squad Cool Justice League got a 15-minute sort of showcase in it, bunch of gameplay shown, Developers talking about the game, explaining what it is. This is obviously the best look we've had at the game. Answers a yep. bunch of questions. I'm going to be completely honest. I have n- I have no desire to play this at all. I was already pretty me- mediocre on this. This killed any and all care I may have had for it. Uh, the main reason is, let me explain the characters in this game, Ash. You've got Deadshot. Um, he's a guy who shoots guys. Yeah, that's the character. Yeah, totally. You got Harley Quinn, she shoots people. Yeah, Harley Quinn with guns up. You got um, Killer Shark, shoots people. And <laughs> Boomerang is also shooting people. Like, come on. Really? Like, why has everyone got guns? Dumb. Dumb. And then I'm watching the gameplay and all they're doing is jumping around, shooting things, shooting fucking orbs. I was like, come on. Jesus Christ. It's everything I wish this game wasn't. If I'm sure you're going to be like, nah, I'm all in. Aren't you? I'm, I'm still optimistic. Yeah, see. Uh, you know, I, I've, I think the audit, like, everybody is kind of... I've seen more people like you than I've seen people going, this is Rocksteady, let's give them a chance, <laughs> you know? Haven't they earned a chance mm. to be proven right, you know? Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, it clearly looks like a cross between, I don't know, Borderlands, Herbal, uh, Outriders, those sort of games. Anthem! Um, 
No. <laughs> let's, let's not go that far. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think, you know, if the story is still fun, if it is fun to go around shooting stuff, you know, cool. Let's let's go have a good time. Um, it looked like they obviously had a bunch of devs there. They looked all super th- enthusiastic about it. Uh, yeah, I'm on board. <laughs> I, it, it, yeah, it's interesting to have seen the the general jumping off ship. The internet has done so. When this game comes out and it's it's, it's like a lot of fun, you know, you be eating your eating your words. I don't feel too bad because I've never said I've been particular. I've been on the. I've been saying this game looks pretty nerd the entire time. So for me to suddenly go, I don't care about this. I don't feel like this fits my narrative. Uh, but I was just like, why would you have King Shark not just be a melee big brute? Why is Captain Boomerang not throwing a boomerang? He is throwing boomerangs. He's, fr- he's shooting a fucking machine gun. It's driving me out of the. Because boomerangs can't go that far. They can't go as far as bullets. You know? Did it look like he was sh- shooting further than a boomerang would go? Yes. No. No, I don't think so. The only person I saw shoot long distance in this, dead shot. Also, like, how dangerous would it be if you're throwing a bunch of boomerangs? You know, and they start coming back. You're like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's your worry when you're trying to take on the... Yeah, it's like you gotta be worried about brain. boomerangs, and you've got all these teammates. Are they gonna be paying attention to the boomerang arcs? You know, let's say well, straight part. line. The confirmation that the game is a looter shooter, basically, yeah, where you have a much. gear score and, and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> cool. Looter shooter is massive genre. Not really. I feel like there's one game that sticks around while others come and go and die. It's Rocksteady. <laughs> it's Everyone's a massive like, IP. I saw others say this, like, oh, they've never done us wrong. I'm like, hold on. As someone who likes Arkham Knight, use roll saying that game was trash, and now it's, they've never done us wrong. They've never done us wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I did find it very funny that there were tanks in this. There were tanks in this? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like that. Yeah. Amusing. <laughs> I just like how On they're like, yeah, it's level. five years after the events of Arkham Knight. I'm like, what does this game have anything to do with Arkham Knight? Well, now <laughs> just, I need to play because I need to know what's up with Batman because Batman's in the chat game. You got revived. Do, well, actually, it's, it's, probably just, it's probably just Nightwing. Some shit. No. Because it's no? voiced by Kevin Conroy. Is it? Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. They did the whole trailer thing. You know? So they revived So you just fake his death. You know? Gone into hiding. So many questions. I'm excited. I'm I'm, I'm keen. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to bring these. (laughs) I mean, look, if that, I'm not going to buy it. I will ask PR for enough codes so that I can play co-op with you and you can review it. Sounds fair. And if that happens, I'll play it. But otherwise, I, I fucking, um, I, I'm the, I'm the, the one that has to be won over on this. Cause at the moment, I'm, yeah. I'm not there at all. 
Yeah. It's, it's not like I'm, it's, and you can't accuse me of being like some DC hater or stuff. I like all three of their other games. I love the Arkham, I love all three Arkham games. They're fucking some of my favorite games of all time. So it's not like I have a, I have it out for the developer. I'm just like, my brain watching this gameplay goes, well, that looks terrible. That doesn't look fun at all. This looks like every other fucking game in the world I've played. But skinned DC characters. Exactly. And you love all those. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you love games where you shoot things? I don't give a spoiler for my thoughts on the state of play, but they were like, here's five VR games that look exactly the same. Here's fucking a shooter game that's with DC characters where they're shooting things. Like they're like, here's a bunch of shit that's shooting things. And the only two times I got happy when they were they were talk- they were showing me dinosaurs talking about high school and um, a girl bounce around on the beach exploring the world. I was like, they're the only two times I felt any sort of love in the world. <laughs> oh, and. Uh, uh, and a VR game where you blink and you, you find out about life. That would... Yeah. Um, all right. Last thing I just want to talk about this week. I, also, yeah. I think they it was a tiny bit, but they mentioned other playable characters, which could be interesting. Down the line. That's why they've got Battle Pass. <laughs> I can't wait to play as Bane, but with a gun. And I also can't wait to play as... Reverse flash. But you get but to with cool, play with cool guns. <laughs> you got a bang gun. Oh. Venom everywhere. <laughs> Please, Lord, why? Oh, I can't wait to play as Kite Man with a gun. <laughs> That'd be cool. Polka Dot Man. You'd be much better with a gun. With a gun. Um. Bloody Disgusting writes, Bloody Disgusting disgusting has learned this morning that Blumhouse, a multimedia company, is launching a new subsidiary to produce and publish video games. The company has appointed Zach Woods as president and Don Sheila Sekla, sorry, Sekla, yeah, sure, as CFO of the new venture. Blumhouse Games will partner with independent game developers to bring their creative vision to life via original horror-themed games to console, PC, and mobile audiences. In the spirit of film business, Blumhouse Games will target indie budget games below $10 million to enable innovation and pushing creative boundaries. Quote, for some time, we've been looking to build out a, ste- out a team to start accessing the growth opportunity in interactive media. When we sat down with Zach and Don, they articulated an approach that resonated with Blumhouse's model. We knew it was a perfect place for us to start our push into the interactive space. End quote, said Abhijani Prakash, Prakash uh, Blumhouse president. Continuing, with their experience, sensibility, and knowledge of the gaming marketplace, Zach and Don are the ideal leaders to leverage Blumhouse's unique genre strengths into gaming. I know you don't particularly care about obviously horror stuff, but you've watched some Blumhouse stuff. You know that Blumhouse is uh, probably the biggest money maker when it comes to modern horror yeah. film uh, production companies. Um, what do you think about? Well, they're them? the most consistent big budget, like yeah, horror, and producers. that with their movies never cost. Like, so, so they make a movie for like ten, twenty million. They get like a turnaround of like 150, 180. Like they, they yeah. usually have all those conjuring movies and all this, the spin-offs, they're made usually pretty cheap in the scheme of like movies. Um I'm not talking like five thousand dollars, but it's still like ten million dollars. But mm-hmm. um so what what do you think about them? Because this isn't this is stuff we see happening. You see something like this happen every now and then, like the someone from the movie business or a movie company tries to get into games and never really see a major success story outside of like Lucasfilm or LucasArts for a degree there. Annapurna. Annapurna. 
is a good example, yeah, for the, the indie stuff. The only recent example, I guess. Um, Disney's trying to get back into it and stuff like that. But um, Warner Brothers. I'm saying the only until this Suicide Squad game, yeah, yeah. The, the, the game that came out earlier this year. I wouldn't say they've had great. massive success. What what they got? Like the Lego games and Batman. Bad Max was fantastic. <laughs> what do you think of this Blumhouse Games news? Uh, yeah, I guess it makes sense. You know, um, if they've if they've got an interest in video games, why would they not venture into that market? Um, you know, with their pedigree, I guess it's interesting because I don't necessarily think that everything in film translates directly into video games. I I think you'd probably have a better understanding of the. What works in video games, uh, what works in film would work in video games. I mean, if they're just going to make a bunch of uh, Quarry-esque or Until Dawn-esque games that are just a horror movie, but you make some choices, I mean, that'd be cool, I guess. By the sound of it, with their whole, they're targeting PC, mobile audiences, console, PC, and mobile, so everything. And they're trying to target indie budget games below $10 million. So they're not looking... It sounds like they're looking for people to pitch them or they're looking to find people be yeah. who are making like good good games, be it a good one-hour thing that's on Steam, and go, cool, that's great. I love this concept. Are they actually making games or are they just publishing They're games? publishing games. They're publishing games. Yeah. So it's just really what they're doing is they're going to find people that fit their image. Yeah. So this is the reason I don't think... I, I actually take this as good news because... It's a big studio that has the money to spend who are talking, saying they're going to target indie budget games and hopefully everything goes... In, in a dream world, this is actually really good news because it means a bunch of indie developers are about to get $10 million to say, hey, make a game. I'm saying, in ideal world, nothing goes wrong. A bunch of studios get money. They get paid. Yeah. Right? I'm not saying everyone has major success stories. Yep, we've got to get a bunch of PT games. Yeah. <laughs> I really hope, I'm sure you'll get, and when when they're first, when they announce their first game or couple games and they're very generic horror looking stuff, I'm not going to be surprised. And that's fine. They want to like set the the tone. But hopefully after the fact, they start getting a little bit weirder, you know? Cause How quickly Bl- do they start using their Blumhouse IPs? <sighs> I would be shocked if they don't. Because that's, an easy way to make money. <laughs> um, it's a pretty simple success. Yeah. Especially, so you find a, you find an indie team that's made like a horror game or something. You, you, you sit down, you talk to them. They're like, hey, I want to make a Conjuring video game. Like, like we love that you made this point and click narrative adventure. Um, we found that, like, I really like the way you did it. Could you do something like this for the Conjuring? You know, something like that, I feel would be cool but i feel like hopefully everything they're doing is their own ip they didn't mention nothing in the article says that they're targeting their own ip as their main thing but it would be silly if they didn't do a mix of their ip plus finding other things yeah because the the biggest success story would be not for blumhouse games to come out and make a bunch of successful games based on blumhouse movies it would actually be for blumhouse to come out and do exactly what they did in the horror video game space that they did the horror movies which is create uh, find a bunch of new IP, create a bunch of yep. big franchises, big new horror franchises yep. in the video game space, much the same as they did in the movie space. That would be the true thing. Whether or not they can do it, don't know, but that would be the thing. So I thought this was cool news nonetheless because, yeah, obviously I like Blumhouse 
movies. I yeah. like the. It's a big name. Stuff, so big name. Big um, money. About, about to cross over again with um, James Wan's uh, Atomic Monster. Their yeah. merger is happening. So, so there you go. You got Atomic James Wan pumping out ideas. You know, mm. let's do a video game about blah. Let's do a video game about blah. Yeah. Get them the Universal <laughs> Pictures rights in. Do the classic monsters like a franchise around them. I think like that's a, up. Do I a mummy movie <laughs> of mummy video game. No, do it. Do a we'll just do the mummy. Just do it. The mummy video. Megan video. Like game. bring Brendan Fraser back. Just dance, Megan. <laughs> yes, yes. This is you know, it's it is just a just dance game, and then when the f- song finishes, it just murders you. Yeah, you have to play it in VR. Where it's like, I was trying to figure out how to do a Megan game. Would it be like a Five Nights and Freddy's where you have to walk around like a. Maybe her house. And then she I mean, jumps out of shit. If I was to like make it up off the spot, I'd be like, and you wanted to fit it into the the games universe or something because everyone loves a shared universe. Not you know what I mean. Like everyone loves things to be connected these days. You would just set it. You'd set it at the um, studio at the end of the movie, yep. and in the time that you we play Ronnie of- Chang, yes, <laughs> fucking. Our, yes. You play our boy Ronnie Chang. Yeah. You play your you play our boy Ronnie Chang and they just extend his sequence where he's running away. Yeah. So you actually run. <laughs> yeah. There was a period there where they he like he disappeared for like a whole six hours and was sent direction. And we, when the camera cut and actually like he was getting into the elevator, that was actually like six hours in between then. Yeah. There was a whole game that happened. So many other people died in the so many people died. He <laughs> was just throwing other people into the bus or into the girl robot. Give us the get out <laughs> video game meditation. What are you doing that? Take a quiz to see if you're racist or not? No, it's just a, it's like a it's like a walking sim. Yeah. Just through the events of the game. <laughs> yeah. Well you have to experience it in VR. So you're yeah. one of the racists by people. It takes over a any any person of color is like, nah, I'm good. I'm like, this is my this is my real <laughs> nah, life. I don't <laughs> my whole life. Remember that there was that actual game, and it was the worst. Like, I don't know if it ever came out, but there was a person making a game that was like, um, it was a VR game where you got to experience police brutality, <laughs> and they were like pitching it as, here's what it's like to be a black person, and. Uh, everyone was black like, people were like, nah, yeah, and yeah, because it's very like that's you, like I I would look to hope that it came from a, a place of like maybe it came from a place of a good idea, but yeah, it was not a good idea. So, yeah, okay. Purge video game could be interesting. Purge video game's easy. That's an action game. That's an action horror game. Easy as. I'm trying to look. look at I the reckon catalog. everyone has guns and gear score, and you go around and loot bodies, and um, you get better guns, and you get better gear store score, and you can team up with your friends, and you can purge together. And it's an open world. Um, it's called Purge in E2. That wizard came from the moon. Um, all right, they'll do it for. Give us the real horror game that we all want. Whiplash. That is actually a horror movie. It's just Guitar Hero, but 
You're getting yelled at by J.K. Simmons all the time. <laughs> you like fucking you suck! suck. <laughs> <laughs> Was that on beat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll do it for Arcade Couch this week. Let's know any comments, questions, concerns, how you feel about um, Blumhouse Whiplash video game. Uh, Discord or Twitter, explosionnetwork.com slash Twitter takes you to our Twitters. Explosionnetwork.com slash Discord takes you to our Discord. Uh, if you like this episode or want to support ExplosionNetwork.com in a whole, head on over to our Kofi page located at ExplosionNetwork.com slash support to buy us a coffee as little as a dollar. And uh, same time, same couch next week. Goodbye. <laughs>